0: Hello everyone and welcome to it's all happening with Amanda, a weekly podcast that dives deep into your favorite reality TV shows with help from my special guests. We break down the most shocking, controversial, and heartfelt moments from Bravo and beyond. Grab your fancy AF cocktail book, make yourself a drink and get ready for me to mention it all because it truly is all happening. This has been quite a week with Bravo Gossip, and I am just so glad I was able to address some of these rumors with Kaya and Aaron from Bravo While well Black. We talked about Cynthia's bachelorette party rumors, Roni's new cast members, and of course, the fallout from the Potomac fight with Monique and Candace. Kaya and Aaron run an Instagram account. They run t- a Twitter account and they have a podcast and you can find them on all of these platforms by searching Bravo while black. They have also recently started a new Instagram account called POC pop culture, where they will be discussing other pop culture news and reality shows outside of Bravo. They are incredible. They're my friends and I know you're going to love them. One thing they did not mention to me until after we finished recording was that they were able to interview KB, the security guard from this week's Real Housewives of Potomac, which is a big deal. Their interview is featured on their podcast episode out now, and they also, in the same episode, had Taria as a guest. She is the host of What Else Is Going On podcast, who you know I love, so make sure you give their podcast a listen. After this week's episode, it's all happening is going to be going on a very 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 short hiatus. Don't kill me because I have a lot going on next week. I'm going to be a guest on the podcast Is This Real Life with Mandy Slutzker, and I'm also going to be a guest on Ono oh Bravo Live on October 16th. So, please stay tuned for all of those fun things. Before I bring on Kaya and Aaron, I have to apologize because my dog was being so uncool and barking while I'm trying to run this professional podcast, but I guess the secret is out. I'm just a weirdo in my house with a microphone pretending that I am somehow important enough for all of you to listen to, but enough about me. You're here for our guests. You're not here for me. So let's just get this started. Hi. Thank you guys for coming. I really appreciate it. I know that you guys just recorded your own podcast earlier today, so I'm sure you like Potomac out, but that's okay. (laughs)
1: Oh, actually, we kind of didn't even talk about Potomac that much because we wanted to save it for you. And also, you know, people have been talking about Potomac. We've been going off about Potomac all week. So let's do it. Yes,
0: I'm so excited. Well, first, I want to say congratulations because you guys just reached your 5k. You did a giveaway and then you basically like doubled your follower count <laughs>
1: almost after. almost yeah we're at like eight four right now and thank everyone for entering thank you all for like sharing and just the whole bravo community for just being so nice to us because without you guys we would not have any followers and we would not have any material or anything like that's what um we just did our podcast with taria from what else is going on shout out to her you know we all love her and we were just saying like we couldn't do this without the support of the Bravo podcast community and meme community, and it's like very different from every other community because we don't mind helping each other, whether that's just going on a podcast, sharing a podcast, listening to a podcast, saving a podcast, like it's just different from any other community, and it's so, it's so great that everyone is just so welcoming, you know?
0: I know, that's so true. When I first said I was going to do a podcast, well, I was talking about doing it with one of my friends, like how you guys do it together. But um, I think she was like half joking about it the whole time. And I was hundred percent serious. So when we came, when it came to me actually saying, let's do it, she's like, um, I am really busy. I can't do it. But I didn't, I didn't expect to have other podcasters actually want to come on my podcast. I thought I was just gonna be talking to myself. So it's so nice to be able to have people like collaborate together, you know? Mm-hmm
1: exactly and like feed off of each other's audience and like you know just having people just know our podcast guests we didn't even know that we would be at this point like at all honestly we just being on the charts or getting guests or anything we just kind of came into it like okay let's just have fun and like that's what we did and it's so great to like be on your podcast be on toria's podcast we're going to do manny's podcast and then note that pod so we have a lot of things to do, and my mom is just like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, you That's don't
0: understand. Yeah. Do your parents know about your like? Do you do they listen to your podcast?
1: My mom doesn't really know what a podcast is. Yeah. And
0: like, she's like, "Is it like a,
1: a video?" I'm like, "Well, no." And she's like, "Is it on the radio?" And I'm like, "No." And she's like, "Why is it on like a music service?" <laughs> and I'm just like. <laughs> I don't really want my mom to, like, listen to it anyway, because we talk about sex, like, we curse, we talk about, like, the, the housewives, and, like, my mom fully watches the housewives, I just got her in to, like, New York and Beverly Hills and everything, but, like, I don't know, <laughs> eventually, I feel like eventually when we have something, like, I don't know, like a goal or, like, something where we could just show her, like, proof that this is, like, something important, then that's when I want to be like, yo, listen to this.
0: Maybe when you guys get on Watch What Happens Live as a yeah. virtual guest. Yes. yes. yes, yes.
2: That's that's when my mom will be like, oh, <laughs> I see what's going on here. I see what you're doing.
0: Yeah, now you're on national television. Even if you're just like waving and you're just a guest, yeah. like it's exciting to like actually have that chance. I'm hoping Watch What Happens Live. I, I emailed oh them again. God, right? I emailed them two <laughs> times and I've been DMing them. I'm like, Please.
1: <laughs> I hope they freaking pick us. Yeah. Like, I hope they pick us. Like, we sent our thing, but, you know, we don't really expect to hear back from them. <laughs> but I know that freaking Ono Bravo released her poem.
0: Yeah, the poem was good. And I just po- reposted it and said, like, ditto. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> yeah, like, just have both of you guys on at the same time.
0: But I mean, they have to be picking fans too, not just fan accounts. You know what I mean? Right. Like, regular it's,
1: fans. Yeah
0: yeah they are because they have
1: like multiple people on at a time and i'm like i don't know if i know this person because when it's a fan account i'm like oh i already follow them you know like i know when they're going on i know it's going to air right but now that now that they're in the clubhouse i'm wondering how it's going to be
0: oh if they're back in the clubhouse they probably won't have well maybe they'll still have virtual guests and they'll just let you zoom in kind of a thing because um should mocha minutes she went on and she talked a little bit about it and she was talking about um just how much how like quickly the whole process went it was like just a very quick it's not like a whole day of filming or anything like that so I thought that was interesting but I hope to see it I hope you get to see it too
1: oh my god yeah yeah because you know what we got to do the Real House Housewives of Potomac, um, virtual Zoom yes. thing. If your if your listeners don't know, and that was awesome. So that's why when it comes to Watch What Happens Live, I'm like, wow, that would be an amazing opportunity. But I already understand if they don't pick us because we got picked for that. So yeah. it's like, you know what? Let someone else, you know, have that opportunity. But of course, if they emailed us back, honey, you would be <laughs> on. Definitely <laughs> there. You
2: would be on.
0: <laughs> How did that work with the Potomac virtual watch party? Where did you? Uh, have to apply for that? Or did they just reach out to people that they had heard of before? Well,
1: first of all, we thought it was a joke. Like we got a DM from Bravo TV and I kept clicking on the profile to make sure that it was like verified. I'm like, this isn't a fan account. This is actual Bravo TV. And I sent it to Aaron and
2: he's like, like "No!" <laughs> i'm like who is that and why are they being so cruel like yeah what? it's not funny like we really want to
0: oh my gosh i would fall for that prank like i would like get on zoom and they would be like uh your joke's on you <laughs> that would be we so embarrassing
1: so freaking nervous about it and mm-hmm. like um they asked for our email so then we were like "Blah blah black And then we got the email. And then once we got the email, everything became like, this actually is Bravo, (laughs) bitch, like this is Bravo. So like we had to sign like, uh, it's not an NDA, it's like an embargo agreement saying that because this was before the season premiered. So we got to see two, like the first two episodes Mm -hmm like the day well we waited until the day of because they sent us a link and we wanted to make sure that the link works and it didn't expire and we didn't fuck anything up so we waited until the day of we came over we watched the two episodes back to back um after we sent in the in the agreement saying that oh if you you know leak anything you have to pay x amount of dollars and we're like we don't have we, we don't y'all can't that. sue us because don't have anything to take, babe. But okay.
2: <laughs> and I remember we felt so famous. Yeah, we were like those like two exclusive episodes. Yes, it was, it was like none other. I was like, even when someone would
1: text me, I'm like, oh, I have to watch this exclusive episode of Potomac. I don't have time for this.
0: So, so did you know who else was going to be there, or you couldn't even tell anyone that you were included, right? So you had no idea yeah. what other fan accounts were going to be there, right? You just yeah. showed up. Right. we
1: had no idea. We had. No idea, and then we just like freaking they sent us the information, the zoom link. Um, we got dressed to the nines, <laughs> at least from the up. Mm-hmm. We got our little ring light going, and like everyone was in there, and we were like reading off the names. I'm like, wait, we know this, we know some of these people, and like everyone was in the chat chatting, and then like literally everyone but um Candace and Karen was there. Like, we thought it was just gonna be like Ashley. Or like one or two, like Ashley and Robin or something. But it was like everyone except Karen and Candace. And it was so cool. And we got to ask questions at the end and everyone was so nice.
0: That's so cool. So, cause I, I talked to um, Ono Bravo when she came on my podcast and it was right after that happened. And I don't think she knew exactly what she could say. So you might not be able to answer this question, but could you tell any weirdness between Monique and the other women I know Candace wasn't there, but were they talking to each other at all? Like Rob, I'm thinking Rob and Giselle, I mean.
1: No, they weren't talking to each other. They were all like um, filming separately. I think they were all at their house, Mm -hmm. but you know, they weren't really talking to each other. They were talking to the fans and like we had a moderator there. So the moderator was like asking questions, talking about the show. But what I can say about Monique is that like, she really does not like from hearing what she said, she doesn't want this to be like a part of her character, like very much. It seems like, OK, yes, I messed up, but that's not the only thing that happens this season. So I really don't want the fight to be, you know, something that you guys focus on. And this was, mind you, this is like not long after the whole reawakening of the Black Lives Matter movement. When everyone was just talking about amplifying black voices listening to black men and women and like you know um not holding us to certain stereotypes and standards she was just very adamant like something bigger is going on here so i wish that we were filming right now but you know it's going to suck because a lot of people are going to pay attention to the fight which is exactly what's happening Mm -hmm.
0: That is, and and I do want to get into the fight. I want to get into the episode, but there's like so much happening in the Bravo universe. So I do want to bring yeah. up a couple things. Okay, so first of all, did you hear about Cynthia Bailey's bachelorette party?
1: <laughs> I so badly want to know who it is. I was just like, good for them.
0: Yeah. Who do you think? Who do you think? Okay. Well, so there's a couple reports. Some are that there, there's a lot of like girl on girl action happening. That's filmed like it's going yeah. to be filmed like
2: the thankfully cameras were there
0: <laughs> because um after that beverly hill season where they acted like it's like the like biggest so deal in the world, world right like I'm, okay yeah like okay but the stripper thing i like i am so blown away so who do you right. think who do you think it was that hooked up with the stripper
1: it has to be at least i feel like at least portia at least portia and then I would either say one of the new girls, or I heard it might be Marlo. But you know, that's just so out
2: of like left field that mm-hmm. I'm just like, good for them. Who do you think? I'd say I'd say Porsche as well. I want to say Marlo, but then that doesn't seem like something that But it was I, two housewives,
1: yeah. allegedly, or um, two on the cast. So who maybe is close maybe
2: enough? Portia and Drew?
1: Ooh, Drew mm-hmm. But I know that one of them are like um going through a divorce or a hard time with like their husband Mm. so it's like technically if they're single they're single someone said i think they thought that it was going to be portia and candy but i'm like if i don't know how they can come back from that whole sex dungeon thing Mm. they just created a bunch of sexual tension and it just exploded there but that would be like crazy crazy
0: i would love if it was candy but i don't think it's going to be i just feel like she's so careful about her I don't know about her what image. she shows her image. Yeah. Like, I just don't know that sh- she would do that, but I haven't heard much about how things are going with her and Todd. So I don't know.
1: Yeah. And then I also feel like, um, while candy is, you know, she portrays a certain image. She's very open about it. She's a freak. Yeah. But I don't think that mm-hmm. she would like screw with like the stripper though. Cause I'm, I'm assuming it's a male stripper. So it's like, I don't I don't think she would cheat on. That would be cheating. I feel like Todd wouldn't mind her hooking up with another girl. But, like, when it comes down to another guy, I don't feel like Candy would do it. Especially when cameras are rolling because, yeah. like, this is a huge story. <laughs> like, this gets everyone excited about Real Housewives of Atlanta.
0: Yes, exactly. Like, this is, like, this is exactly what we need after some seasons of like rumors and not knowing what really happened for it to actually be filmed i'm like i want to see yes. everything
1: it's from on the camera Dr. like mm-hmm. i want y'all to show it if you have to show it after midnight if you have to release it on hbo <laughs> do what you gotta yeah, do HBO. <laughs> yes <laughs> i would like to see it what, what do you me.
2: think you're gonna see on it listen
1: honey i want to see everything
2: they're gonna blur i'm pretty sure unblur
1: it release it, it on bravo place. insider or something like i want to see it all Mention. i mean
0: all oh. I mean, they have to. I, they show men like male strippers on Real Housewives before in Mexico on was it Orange County? All the you know, was it Orange County? I, I think it was.
1: Ones. I know there was actually. I think the stripper on Atlanta once. Like yeah, early, early seasons. They it's not you know remiss or even on vanderpump rules they had like strippers very clearly
0: yes they did i remember and they had it at the um was it katie's bachelorette party yeah. and then the guys were all jealous because they're like wait a second why do you have the stripper <laughs> was, they were so lame that was such a time that bachelor bachelorette party was insane i cannot believe they actually got married after that like that was like the fun days yeah it was almost like he's
1: a battered wife and I'm just like, okay, this is a grown-ass 30-something man. He's not a freaking battered wife. It's just, like, too much.
0: Well, yeah. How did you think, what did you think about that? Because, um, obviously, Tom was sticking up for Tom Schwartz. But Katie was so upset because she's still dealing with the fact that he was cheating on her. So it's like, it who's, a, whose side were you it was on? was a
1: bunch of freaking gaslighting. And I've always been very team Katie Maloney. And that's not a popular opinion. Like no one has seen Katie Maloney. And it's like, yup, no one's seen Katie Maloney. But it's like, when it comes down to it, like she can be Tequila Kaylee, she can be rude. She can kind of gang up and have the mean girl mentality. But at the end of the day, like people fuck with her. Like whether it's about her weight, whether it's about Tom cheating on her, whether it's about like her friendships being manipulated by Redacted like she always gets you know a hard time and then this last season it's like um her and ariana were the only ones to talk about that messed up prank where they freaking call the police for for jackson randall and they're like oh and then tom schwartz becomes such like a dick about it and he's like oh you're ruining you're a social justice warrior like Hmm. maybe it's just not the best idea to use fake police resources in times when you know there's actual people being killed by police like every freaking day so I really hope that Schwartz and everyone who was mad looked at that episode and was like well now we get to see what Katie and Ariana was actually talking about and like that was such a teaching moment <laughs> yeah
0: i remember right after um the george floyd murder happened i t- uh, on my personal instagram made some post and i tagged katie in it and i said like i hope that tom is talking to katie who seems to actually know what the fuck she's talking about and right. learning from her and she responded to me so i know she's getting the message but i just don't know if tom schwartz has the like capacity to really <laughs> understand completely not this but understand that he did that he that he that he should have listened to katie like i think he could learn his lesson but i just don't know if he understands that like he was so wrong for what how he was talking to katie like i don't know
1: yeah like even if you put the whole police thing aside for you to freaking call your wife like basically call her a bitch and all this stuff just for like trying to say hey be a little more conscious on national TV, like, did you guys not get married? Why are you still acting like teenagers? Basically, like, it's just like ridiculous. It's I know, ridiculous. But I still love, you know, Katie and
0: Tom together. So who are Aaron? Who's your favorite Vanderpump Rules people?
2: Um, Kristen Doty. Um,
0: <laughs> right I know she's, this all happened
2: I know this is a really problematic year for her, um, but. She was she was actually one of my favorites. And La Kent. You know, those are my two favorites.
0: Yeah. My biggest enemy right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Lala I, got a, Kent.
0: I got a text from one of my friends who like basically like follows Randall's poker career and stuff and was like are you starting a war with Lala? Like, I didn't mean to. I really didn't mean to, but I guess it just happened. But I don't this know. Naturally. Um. So who, who do you hope comes back? I mean, do you want to, obviously Kristen's not coming back, but do you want to Thank see God. Lala next season or do you think she needs to be done because her time is up? What do you think?
2: Well, she's pregnant now. What do you think about that? I think she should come back. I feel like that would be a really nice thing to add to uh, the next season, especially since so many people are missing. Everyone loves to see a good pregnancy. Yeah. And like
1: she secured the bag. Like Lala really like had like this is the journey that I want to be on. She came in as a (laughs) a 20 something year old working a regular ass job, got scouted by some older guy with a bunch of fucking money, you know, got did some bjs on the pj got that ring got that head got that bread and then left and now she's pregnant like that's kind of what i see for myself if this doesn't take off (laughs) i i would need a potential (laughs) suitor and i would want to go the la la kent route like why would i do all this work when there's a man to do it
0: for me (laughs) like it's just it's hard out here it is and you know what like there are plenty of men like randall who just want to have like a hot girl to be oh, yeah. a cool girl to be around and they have too much money for themselves. So if you're listening, yeah, you know where to I'm find me I'm available,
1: listen, <laughs> <laughs> I'm available honey. And you know what I love like um, before I, this is gonna segue into a different show, but- Go ahead, love the segway. everyone. Everyone knows that I was one of the first fans of you. I watched it when it was on lifetime. And it pissed me off when everyone, like it came to Netflix because like Netflix picked it up after Lifetime and didn't want to get, give it a second season. It came to Netflix and everyone's like, have you seen you on Netflix? And I'm like, no, but I saw you on Lifetime. And guess what? It's the same show. And I tried to tell your ass to watch it and you didn't want to watch it. So like it turned <laughs> out, I was like, wait, like um, I saw the, the the credits and I'm like, wait, Candace, Candace. And like, it's it said Randall's baby's mother's name
0: yeah what's her name? amber
1: yeah amber amber like i'm like wait i know this name amber childers so then i google it and like sure enough it was literally randall's baby mama and i'm like they're like two years apart they kind of look similar they do yo
0: (laughs) they look so much alike and um his one daughter looks exactly like her mother like they have the same face same face She even looks like she could be related to Lala because they look alike so much. Because they
1: look exactly. And that's why I'm like so excited to see because, you know, she's having a girl. So uh, I bet the girl is going to look exactly like Lala, but also kind of like Amber. But I'm glad that they like put their beef aside because they were hella petty with that shit. Like that shit was all over Instagram. And then like when the whole Fafty thing came into play, (laughs) Amber put Mm -hmm. her petty boots on and she commented on 50 Cent's like, post, and I'm like, I'm living for it. When the Vanderpump Pump Rules like, meets you, meets 50 Cent, like, what the hell? That shit was, like, everywhere.
0: That but was so now. funny. Were you following a lot of Bravo accounts when no. that all happened? I
1: wasn't really into it like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't into, like, well, I was into the show, but I wasn't into, like, the Bravo-verse, is what I call it. Mm-hmm. I wasn't into the Bravo-verse, like, that. but it crossed over to, like, mainstream pop culture yeah and like that's when i started like seeking out pages to talk about that solely and i saw some you know like bravo pages talk about it and then i really didn't get into the whole like um before that it was like mixing with mani i knew of mainly bravo i knew of and that's pretty much it and then um some of the pop culture pages like bravo by betches or whatever like that stuff like that and then faces of course because he's so huge but um, other than that, like, I wasn't really into it, but I got into the Bravoverse when the whole, like, when we start, decided to start the podcast, and then the whole George Floyd thing came, and I was like, okay, so, I mean, we're still going to start it, but we're going to be true to ourselves and, like, integrate our real lives into the podcast, so then I just started following all of the Bravo fan accounts and just took it from there.
0: I was going to ask you guys. So, did you decide to do the podcast first or did you decide to do an Instagram account for like what came first? What was your decision? First,
1: we did the, the, the Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, we did and the then, Instagram. Page. Then
2: we did the podcast. Then we did the podcast. But the Instagram I think was just exploring and playing around like trying to put our vision to life right and then once we actually created the podcast and i think once we actually we we did a rough draft first yeah and that was very funny <sighs> just we to can't... figure it
1: out like we, <laughs> we literally like
2: recorded we for an hour
1: talking one. about everything under the sun not just bravo but just like figuring out how a podcast like works or how to record and things like that so that can never see the light of day but yeah like, <laughs> But like we then um, because I handle the social media and then Aaron does like the actual like he produces the podcast, like setting us up, recording, editing, like all that stuff. But I just do the social media. So I'm like, well, if I'm going to have any kind of listeners, I need to find some sort of community or I I at least need to find like fans and like the first few people who like followed me was like um, Pickles. Pickles intern I love you Pickles. Guys know, <laughs> yeah and like she messaged me and like everyone was just so warm and welcoming and like it just started growing from there and I went on a couple rants and before you know it I'm at like 8k and I don't know what to do now
0: it's so crazy do you, what are your what is your number one I guess piece of advice for the rest of us that are trying to grow um literally you're gonna
1: fall ass backwards yeah. into the right thing like no matter what you do like you're gonna like it's gonna work out like it doesn't matter where you start at it doesn't matter if you don't have any friends in the game it doesn't matter if you don't know how to do it just research and do the best that you can Mm -hmm. because when things are like authentic like ours it like we didn't even realize that we would come this far so just be authentic do your best and that shit will like pay off
2: and continue to be humble I'd say yeah you know that's that's the best thing. No matter how many how much success you get from this, like we still remember where we came from. We still remember our very first episode, regardless of the amount of followers we get. Because yeah. sometimes we wake up and we have like over a hundred to two hundred new followers. Yeah, and right, it's like what? Like,
1: what are you like? Are you guys lost? Like, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> like, oh God! And I'm just like I hope that they don't unfollow me once they see how like weird i am my humor and then also my rants and then like also our podcasts are kind of like different from other podcasts because we don't really just do like recapping it's just mainly like all of our opinion so it's Mm -hmm. like who gives a fuck about our opinion i care i love listening
0: to your i love listening to your podcast because you guys are so funny you like make me laugh like the entire time which i love also the goal yeah it is I love it. It's
2: also surprising when people say it, though.
0: Yeah, it's, like, weird. It's <laughs> very weird.
1: Because, like, we just it's get like you on. we're funny? Yeah, like, we just get on and just talk to each other. Like, Taria said she thought that we were always in the same room when we record, and, like, no, we're, like, you, like, we're over Zoom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, the chemistry is just so good that, you know, I thought that you guys were, like, in the same room. I'm like, no, we just get on and we chop it up. Like, I'm always late to the podcast or, like, <laughs> My alarm will go off in the middle of the podcast. <laughs>
2: like, I mean, we have to edit that out. Yeah, it's fun. It's always fun, and we've been exactly. friends for so long. So it just—it's only natural that we do something like this together.
1: Yeah, we always wanted to have like a creative thing together because life is just is so sucky. Like I can honestly say that if it wasn't for quarantine, we probably wouldn't wouldn't have done yeah. it because we always so yeah we wouldn't have done it like we, I
2: can
1: all, tell you. <laughs> we always talk about how oh we should do this we should get together we should create this blah 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 we're so funny we wonder if other people think we're funny or is it just us blah 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 but like if quarantine hadn't forced us into boredom and depression we wouldn't have like did this at all like it's a blessing and a curse for sure
0: yeah i mean there are a few podcasts that i've been listening to that started a long time ago but I feel like there are a lot of us who didn't start until we were quarantined and we needed a Mm -hmm. hobby like sometimes this is like the only thing I do in my day like besides work you know like the only good part of my week is like recording my podcast so Mm -hmm. to me it's just like such a good escape and like for you guys to be able to do it with your best friend I feel like that's that's like that's yeah, it's way better because it's
1: like we don't really know that many well, other than our moms we don't really know that many people that <laughs> watch and keep up with bravo but especially like the black shows or just like from a black perspective in general yeah that just watch bravo
0: yeah well i'm excited to hear about the new roni cast changes did you see the news about yes. the new cast member? oh my god ebony
1: williams like if you like i'm like i know this face i know this face and then Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's like that news person that's from Revolt TV and she's on State of the Culture and that's like a very important show in Black culture if you keep up with not just entertainment news, but just activism, community policing, like um, even with her, she's very into, you know, LGBTQ rights and things of that nature. So it was just so good to see that because it's the complete opposite of what we see on Real Housewives of New York and it's just such a breath of fresh air. And like, there are some names floating around, but I never heard her name once. Like there was Alicia Quarles, Mm -hmm. there was um, Bershon Shaw, Bershon is possibly still, like I heard that she might be filming or she's filming, but they don't know if she's gonna be full-time or not. And there were like two other names that we heard about, you know, a black woman joining Real Housewives of New York, but we didn't hear about Ebony at all. Mm -hmm. And they went with like someone who is completely black, like, and proud of it and will tell you about it.
0: So I think it's exactly what they need. And I loved, I did some research about her as soon as they, because Bravo announced it. It was like, it's official. Yeah. So I went and I saw some videos of her and I saw that she was on Fox and Friends. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. this is awesome that she can like hold her own on a Fox News channel show. And like, you know, stand up for what she, yeah, give it to Exactly. Like Dr. Wendy. And I'm like, I'm loving this whole, like having people that are like kind of political commentators to be on the show because- and they, they have cast Dr. Wendy before all of this even happened with the Black Lives Matter movement, gaining yeah. as much popularity. Black Lives Matter has obviously been around for longer, but with the George Floyd murder, it's yeah. gaining more and more traction. But I'm happy to see that Bravo's moving in that direction. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Kelly Dodd? What What can Bravo do to get back on the viewers' good graces enough to watch the show? Because it seems like a lot of big Instagram accounts are refusing to watch. So what can they-
1: And we're not watching at all. We're not gonna cover it. We have literally um, nothing for her or OC. Like before (laughs) we just wanted to watch for um, Bronwyn, but like, that's just not enough anymore. You know, it's just like the, it's just like very insulting because she'll say all these things and then she'll be like, I'm Mexican. I can't be racist i'm mexican what the hell does that have to do with anything so like um it's there's not enough to watch for one person and they haven't said anything about her so you know we're not going to add to any of the publicity for it we're not going to add even one view to it we're not even going to talk about it until they get rid of the obvious problem and then they also need to cast more in of, of color even like it doesn't just have to be a black person but just a person of color in uh, that cast and you know they can have their different political views but when it comes to something like this just simply saying that black lives matter she doesn't have to say it if she doesn't believe it but you also don't have to shit on it just shut the fuck up about it and she's very apparent that she won't shut the fuck up about it so guess what we have nothing for you and then when she released the apology and then she said that her PR just wanted her to release it don't apologize because we already knew it wasn't it was it wasn't genuine genuine in the first place so, we have nothing for real housewives of Orange County. Um, it's a dying franchise, regardless of Kelly. you know it's been on way too long. like they're the OGs, and that's why people can't stay, seem to stop watching you or, <laughs> or skip the season, but we have no problem doing that. Uh, So that's what we'll be doing.
0: (laughs) Honestly, I don't even think I finished the season last season. I tried to remember what happened. I looked up some stuff. I'm like, I think I stopped watching it. I was obviously before I was reporting anything. So I Mm -hmm. had the, I didn't feel the need to finish a show. I didn't want to watch, but yeah. Yeah. I don't even, I wasn't even that excited for it anyway. I just was gonna watch it because we yeah, need something little- to watch.
1: <laughs> exactly. And now it's not even worth it. It's the least interesting Housewives franchise to look to at. in at. <laughs> Kim Kardashian voice. And um, you know, uh, we get probably like, people are wondering like, okay, well then how can you still watch the network? And it's like, yes, they are wrong in this, but we're waiting to see how they respond number one, if they don't respond, they also have all these other black affluent women of color on the network that we do want to support, like Portia, like Monique, like Candace, like NeNe, well, not NeNe anymore, but like all these other black affluent women in high positions of, you know, business owning power relationships, good role models, you know, no matter how trashy they act on TV, like these are women are powerful they're of color and you know that's exactly what we want to see and especially if they are committed to changing like they are like this is this this casting news couldn't come at a better time like it was very calculated i feel like obviously they didn't tell kelly dodd to go and act a fool on social media but i think that it was very calculated that they announced ebony as the new girl on new york to get our minds off of what's going on in oc and i'm like okay well that's fine I'll just watch New York, you
0: know? Right. That's a good point. I hadn't thought about the timing of the announcement. I mean, I know they are filming, so it's going to come out eventually, but the fact that they officially, yeah, yeah. they officially announced it. And I mean, I do think there's something to be said about boycotting the specific shows you have an issue with because it does affect the ratings. And if if you're not reporting on it, then your podcast listeners might not be as interested in listening to it because you're not even following up about it. So, right.
1: And then we don't we won't have any like lack of lack of entertainment because regardless if there was one show on Bravo, me and Aaron could sit on that one show (laughs) and talk about it for 10 hours. But we'll have Real Housewives of Potomac continue continuing on we have Salt Lake City coming, honey. It's Shaw City, it's Shaw Squad up in this bitch. So
0: I love jen Shaw. Who who are you most excited to see on Salt Lake City?
1: Jen Shaw and Heather Gay.
2: We have the same opinion. I think Jen was one of our first followers. Like she, she followed
1: us and like she even inboxed us and she was like, "Yes, bravo, la, black, love it," because she has black sons and she has a black husband. So she was very supportive of it. But then she also just reached out to a bunch of you know fan Instagram accounts and she understands that fan interaction and viewer interaction is crucial because you know we're the ones who's keeping it on the network that's what i love about the real housewives of potomac girls like you know the other ones they're already like other than dallas the other ones are really they've already made a name for themselves and they're sturdy it doesn't kind of kind of doesn't really matter unless something big happens um so they don't really need to they're busy also they don't really need to reach out to like the smaller bravo accounts But that's the Potomac girls, they're very interactive. The Salt Lake City girls, they're interactive for now. I hope they stay that way. But then the trailer in itself, it just looks amazing. Like they
0: get down in Utah. Like, I know Lala. who knew. I mean, I guess Lala is from there and she's from, <laughs> from Utah and Katie Maloney. You must just love Utah. What is up? All your favorite people are from yeah, Utah. It
1: sounds like I need to go there. Like, I need to meet <laughs> Jim Shaw, I need to meet Lala, I need to meet Katie. And you know, I think that it's going to be. Uh, I want Katie to know, like Katie, if you listen to this, (laughs) I want you to know that I don't have no problems with you. It's just your homegirl, redacted Schroeder, is the one who I have a problem with. But Katie, uh, she's always been my homegirl in my heart. She's the underdog. She's misunderstood. But Utah seems to be freaking
0: lit. And Lala is excited about it. I think Lala and Katie posted about it. That's exciting, were- I want to hear their i well Katie, I want to hear Katie's opinion about salt Lake City. <laughs> i don't I don't really care about, Lala's
1: Lala's.
0: about <laughs> they were actually
1: i think they filmed with them like at the that little the film festival that happens every year. they went to like an after party oh, that's, that's so fun said, allegedly allegedly, but I don't know if they're going to show it, but after the sun whatever that sun film festival is um they said that they were partying page six said that lala and katie like you know hit them up and everything and i see that they all follow each other on instagram so that's that's hella fun and then we also have um the og southern charm coming back which we were ready to like write off like after that catherine thing happened but then also just kind of started to get stale um but it seems like they they're addressing their issues on camera they're checking their privilege they have Um, a woman of color coming in. They have two women of color coming in. And, you know, Catherine is going to have to answer for what she did when she sent that woman, a a Black woman, a monkey emoji while defending a Trump rally. And, you know, her ancestor statues are going to come tumbling tumbling down. So it's just like so exciting to see that, you know what, they might be fumbling the bag with OC, but with Southern Charm, they're talking about it.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see that they're actually addressing the issues head on. Because I talked about that with Samira, who was on my podcast last week, is like, it's fine to have these problematic people on TV if the people that are on the show with them are holding them accountable. Because it kind of like teaches people, like, you can see it. If we only have people that are doing everything right on TV, then people aren't seeing what else is out there. But um, I've I've never seen Southern Charm, but I found out last night that my dad who Your does dad? not watch reality tv watched an entire season of southern charm what oh.
1: season did he watch Is he I, don't can I don't know i don't invite amanda's dad on the podcast <laughs> yeah. right now just me and you dad he can watched talk about that season
0: he watched very cavalry which i knew i knew that and then he told me <laughs> cavalry he told me last night that he saw a season of southern charm and um i asked him about it and he said he doesn't remember anybody's names but his that's fine he had, fine. He can had a couple had a couple of reactions so i'll summarize them here okay number one he said nobody works and they all have money okay they do
1: old money old southern money that's southern charm
0: yes number two he said there were two people who had no business procreating with anyone and they had a baby together
1: oh thomas and Catherine baby that's number two
0: (laughs) number three he said that someone Decided they didn't want to get a real job, so they started making pillows, and they were—they really, were really bad at it.
1: That's yeah. The guy that decided to go bowling for racism while we were in the midst of a a race a, a race thing and Black Lives Matter reawakening, he decided that he would like bring the community together by putting a bowling event together <laughs> and go bowling for racism after going live with Tommy Redacted
0: redacted i love that you keep calling people redacted i I don't
1: want to give them any my little ass eight thousand followers will not be giving (laughs) these people any publicity yeah i will not
0: be finishing names it's nice that um redacted schroeder every time i post about her people unfollow me and i'm like please Mm -hmm. go i don't care i don't mind
1: exactly
0: every time i posted something uh yesterday saying like can we not post pictures of her wedding like what are you doing and I immediately got like (laughs) seven unfollowers and I'm like goodbye I don't I don't (laughs) think
2: they didn't deserve to be there anyway yeah
0: because she
1: could even after she messed up and got fired and we found out all these horrible terrible things about her and we realized everything like Kylie Jenner she had the (laughs) opportunity to redeem herself and instead she went on a black woman's show and then complained about it after and didn't clear it up and went back into baby mode and then surprise we got married okay goodbye you're off bravo thank you we that's talk to- the
0: thing that's what I keep trying to explain to these like bravo accounts that are still supporting her Is I'm like she's not even on bravo anymore you yeah. don't even have to talk about her in a good way like talk about her in a bad way if you want or don't talk about her at all but <laughs> I just, don't, just don't, don't
1: talk about her like, or just don't even talk about the- her you know, if she's not on the network we don't know her in the words of my <laughs> (laughs) exactly
0: um okay so i really want to get into potomac this week was a really heavy episode so i have like some questions for you guys about your reactions but then i want to play would you rather at the end so we can like
1: keep yeah yeah like let's just get the heavy stuff out of the way okay
0: all right so okay what were your reactions to the fight before this episode like where did you stand
1: I just feel the same way before and after i 'm going to be completely honest. Monique was wrong for hitting Candace and well not just hitting she was wrong for dragging Candace and putting her hands on her and um after i feel I still think that she 's wrong, but I feel that some of the other ladies, like uh, Giselle, made it into something that it it wasn 't like she put the whole weight of how black women are seen on Monique's one emotional moment. And you know what, maybe she wasn't regretful, but at the same time, literally every other franchise, I feel not, maybe not Beverly Hills. Well, yeah, no, Beverly Hills too, maybe not New York. Every other franchise, they literally beat each other's ass, like (laughs) all the time. In Jersey, they've been beaten ass for seasons. So Mm -hmm. I think that we shouldn't hold them to a different standard some of the key words that I saw people use were ghetto and hood rat and ratchet and I'm just like this was so out of character for Monique no matter how many flashbacks they try to put together oh I'm gonna drag you because they keep showing the one
2: of her in robin with the umbrella yeah that whole scene and and Giselle's like remember when you tried to yeah she didn't
1: do that she Great. didn't do any of these things. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we're maybe we're not supposed to threaten each other. Okay, fine. But this is the first time that she actually put her hands on her. And adrenaline was pumping. Like, you never, maybe if you've never been in a fight, you don't understand. But you never know what could happen and how you're going to react. So I think that some of the emotions are just, like, ridiculous. Like, it's okay to feel that Monique was wrong in hitting her. But it's not okay to hold Monique to a different standard and call her all these names and call the franchise all these names when, you know, other people do it. And even if other people didn't do it, like she, this is out of character for her.
0: I agree. And I felt like, you know, something I hadn't really thought about until um, Sasha from the Bravo breakdown was posting about it was just that Wendy and Giselle putting so much responsibility on Monique's shoulders, like you said, for like not giving into the stereotype Mm Places right. the blame on black women and not on the people who are perpetuating the stereotype. On, like, you yeah. know, yeah.
1: if you and- feel that way, like, you already feel that way. And I think from Wendy, I kind of get it because Wendy, she's in a different environment. Like, she has to, she's, mm-hmm. she's on Fox. She has to act a certain way because these are the kind of people that watch Fox and these are the kind of people that. Come after her, but Monique, this is not her place of like
2: yeah.
1: work. She doesn't work in a political climate. This is just Real Housewives of Potomac, and it. I feel like it was about time to see a fight, like personally. But that's, no, yeah. she was wrong. She was wrong, and that's literally it. But as far as being on teams, I'm on no team. I don't know. Aaron isn't.
2: Yeah, um, I'm. I'm not really on a team. I. I wish both of the ladies uh, well, <laughs> Um especially Candace. I hope she can i hope her and monique can get in a better place i feel like this was all a big misunderstanding i feel like monique had other things probably going on in her personal life and then on top of that you know her own differences with candace so i think it just all exploded but i don't think her parenting skills or her character should just should be judged from one action you know or one bad moment it's like one bad moment determines your whole placement on the show Or, you know, it's, it's ridiculous. So I think the ladies went too far by saying that.
0: I agree. And I, I agree with a lot of people that are questioning Giselle's motives. And Mm -hmm. is she using this as an opportunity to cut ties with Monique once and for all? I mean, she seemed like her mind was made up before that sit down. Like she was not changing her mind. I feel like since season,
1: whenever Monique came in, I think that was season two and they had the conversation and Monique was like, I have four houses from that moment on it was on it was on between Giselle and Monique and Monique has a very like huge fan base as when it comes to the Potomac like Giselle had a fan base and she still has one like we're still Giselle fans regardless of anything because she makes great tv like Kenya but um Monique also has a huge fan base and it's for a different reason it's not for being in everyone's business it's not for being great tv but it's just because Monique is a likable person
0: I agree. So Giselle is in my top five housewives in terms of like watching on TV, mm-hmm. but what, I like the
1: rest. What, what are the other four?
0: Okay. So um, Teresa Judice, mm-hmm. Sonia Morgan, um, Giselle, Portia, Iconic. Iconic. and Karen Huger. Karen.
1: Oh my God. You have some really good yours. choices. <laughs> yeah. Wow.
0: Wait, name yours. I want your top fives. Or do you need time to think about it? No,
1: I want to get it over with, so we can just like, <laughs> we can, because if I think thinking, I'm going to overthink it. I definitely yeah. say, obviously, Nene. Nene has to be one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Luann, I'm big on Luann. Let me go to each city. Dallas, no one was irrelevant to me. Beverly Hills, even though she pisses me off, um, Lisa Rinna. Oh it, my
0: gosh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i Runa. understand that yeah lisa Rinna
1: is iconic I and then that, obviously man. gotta go to potomac monique is in the top and now portia especially portia mm-hmm. like the, the work she's doing so mm-hmm. what's your
0: top five
2: i'd say can i pick people who aren't on anymore
0: yeah that's fine i think
2: okay so, so Phaedra, number one Phaedra. Listen, i'm not okay number two hey,
0: Phaedra. <laughs> i hate Phaedra. it's gonna
2: be my top three are Nene, Phaedra, and Sheree. That's just from the Atlanta franchise because I think they took the shade to like the next, the next level. The next the next level. level. I mean, when Phaedra didn't know like when Kendrick. her baby
0: was. Oh my god, that was out. like insane.
2: Until this day, she didn't confirm and she didn't care, <laughs> and it was what it was, and they moved on to the next season, and that's what I respected about it. She's
0: eating, and she's like. He's ready to come out, though. He's ready. He's ready. <laughs> <laughs>
2: they're like, don't you have I to bring the that. baby to so
0: full term? she's like, well, not if they're ready, you know. I'm like, you want well, to take your happy. baby out at like 20 weeks? The I'm best. Not- oh my gosh, was it Nene who said like, <laughs> was like, women who don't even know who the father is know yes. their due date. Like, you need to like <laughs> stop playing around.
2: <laughs> that had nothing to do with Phaedra. Like, I'm <laughs> sorry. That had nothing to do with Phaedra and her baby. Everything to
1: do with both Phaedra and Mr. President, is it?
2: Because the point was she got married before she got pregnant.
0: I know. And that's
2: that was her main (laughs)
0: did she She really could not. I mean and these i get it i am not like a really religious person but i guess if i were i would also probably do that oh, on i guess TV. but <laughs> not on tv because people will understand you know her like,
2: mom was looking at her and she's like mm, <laughs> I, this is just an l i'm not gonna take so you guys are just gonna have to not believe me
0: but so many people i they feel like they just care if you're married before the baby's born like you know yeah. what i mean like she shouldn't care so much about the due date, but that was that was iconic. Honestly, yeah. it really was. Because
2: she had to play the role of the Southern Belle, and that is the role. That is, that's the role.
0: That is the role. That so is the who role. Are the other two,
1: like it's you um, said Nene, Veja,
2: I'd say Ashley Darby, especially this season, <laughs> she's shown me a lot. And
0: your top at- five is like blowing my mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then for my last one, I'd say Moni. Okay. I'd say Monique. I, see, see, I, I had to bring it back down.
0: Mm-hmm. And I like Monique better than I like Giselle and Karen, honestly, as a person, like I want to be Monique's best friend, but yeah. it, but Giselle and Karen are just like so entertaining to me, but Monique, yes. I feel like I, I, I wrote down some things about her statement and I want to, I want you to react to it. So she apologized to the women for putting them in harm's way she says she never wants to put herself in a situation like this again she realized that the things she has done were because she felt like she was being attacked not not physically but verbally or emotionally and she's wanting to identify her triggers she wants to take a step back and look at herself so she's always in control and she says she's not proud and it's inexcusable so like What part of any of that is her not taking responsibility? That's what I want to know. Doesn't that sound like responsibility taking to me? That's more than
2: I would have gave
1: these bitches.
2: What what they really wanted was her to like kiss Candace's ass. That's Mm -hmm. exactly what what Giselle wanted, and and that's what Giselle repeatedly said. Because you know, even in her confessionals. Even even on uh, the the show that she has with Portia, mm-hmm. she was saying her whole point was, oh, you know, she just needs to be on her knees um, begging Candace for her p- forgiveness. And I'm just like, no, she doesn't. I
0: she think she up. said that because she knew it wasn't going to happen. I right. don't, if she honestly thought Monique was going to be like, please, Candace, forgive me. She wouldn't have said that because I think she just doesn't want Monique around anymore and she's like well if she's begging Candace for forgiveness then I'm fine with her she knew that was never gonna happen
2: and that was a little bit weird to me because I thought they were kind of getting it together when they were making the pancakes because uh Giselle did state that they were on in a much better place this season so I I don't know
1: it was just shady but everyone wants to know like um how come she had so much tolerance for Giselle whereas she didn't have enough tolerance for candace and it's like from my perspective she knows how giselle is everyone knows how giselle is she will literally laugh in your face talk about you behind your back and then expose who she was talking about you to in front of everyone so it's like okay giselle is not my friend also she didn't want to bring up these rumors about them spreading about her children her alleged affair that didn't happen her baby all this shit. she didn't want to bring it up on camera so she's going to play fake and play nice with giselle whereas like yo if aaron brought my mortal enemy to a party and didn't tell me i'm going to be upset with aaron i'm not she's going to be going to upset my with anyone ass.
2: else
0: yeah i'm going to be i'm going to beat his ass and we're
2: going to get into uh she's going to drag me across the city <laughs>
0: like she Monique probably wouldn't have gotten into a physical fight with anyone else but it's like her and Candace were so and, and again I'm not making excuses for her but yeah. it's like it's like almost like a sister relationship where you're gonna be worse to your sibling than you are to a co-worker yeah. and again I'm not exactly. making excuses for her I just think that like I see it it's important to kind of think about it from all sides. And like, to me, with the way she was speaking, I don't think she was trying to justify her actions. I feel like she was just trying to identify like what made me go off, what, so that it doesn't happen again. And they kept like acting like her ex, that she was making up excuses. And I'm like, I think she's just trying to explain how she felt in that moment with Candace.
1: Yeah, and Karen was very, Karen was level-headed, mm-hmm. Ashley was level-headed. I feel like even though Dr. Wendy is more Candace's friend, she wanted to let Monique know what she did wasn't right. And I felt like she was able to talk it out. But, you know, when Robin, Rob, when Robin is by herself, she's cool. Mm-hmm. When Robin gets around Giselle, mm-hmm. they become the green-eyed bandits. And that's exactly what they were being. And Giselle made it about herself and Monique didn't even give her the time of day. And I think that was so beautiful. But I feel like the level-headed ones were Ashley and Karen and even somewhat Wendy I understand where she was coming from but like Giselle just made it, it just, just made it so much worse and it was done on
0: purpose I think you're right like I think if Giselle hadn't been there I think Robin would have softened a little bit and because I mean you could hear okay this is the part that really got me when Wendy and Robin were both pointing out to Monique how she had the wrong uh order of events Monique was like, "Oh, okay, like she completely agreed. It. She was, she was listening. It. Yeah, she was listening. And even when um, Wendy said, regardless of what happened, you touched her hair first. And Monique was like, you're right, you're right. Like she was listening to them and taking right. it all in. And if And I feel like what Karen tweeted is right after Giselle and her security guard left. It got so much better. So much better. And then, okay, so what do you think about this? Because a lot of people are saying, there was other security there, so Karen is like making fun of Giselle for bringing security. Ooh, we have to we
1: gotta get to the bottom of that. If there was other security there, but like, was it like from the network? Who knows what it what just went down? Like, even if it was from the network, then it was just them being safe, or like, you know like Monique straight up blacked out and started like get out running so you know what we might need to write a little bit of backup but it wasn't like as serious as Giselle made it so even if there was other security there I think it depends on did Karen hire the security or the network hired the security or even if Karen did I mean I don't think no yeah if Karen did it it would be messed up
0: yeah yeah, I feel like it just when KB and Giselle showed up, Robin and Karen were kind of like laughing about it. So I'm like, if they were laughing about Giselle bringing security, but Karen also, had like, that didn't make sense to me. So I feel like they're full out. Oh, they're all, I don't, I don't really understand. I want to know. I need to know. But I'm like, how did you not get any of the other security on camera unless they were from the network? And they're like yeah. producer security i feel Mm. like it has
1: to be security from the network who doesn't get involved unless things you know Mm -hmm. explode the way they did before and in that case it's totally okay but then it for giselle to bring her own private security (laughs) was still like and kb is like everyone's like favorite now everyone wants to know what kb thinks
0: (laughs) yeah i want to know because he was there so he would tell us the whole story
1: in person like from his (laughs) perspective
0: yes um okay so obviously i do have to say if i didn't say already monique was definitely wrong like she Mm -hmm. was wrong to use her hands or whatever but i just don't feel like getting in a physical altercation with another person right is in the world is like cancel like uh, like we should be canceling monique absolutely not
1: we shouldn't be canceling monique she absolutely should not be fired at all um you know she should be let off like yo stop <laughs> and that's pretty much it like I'm sorry because it's not like she's always like fighting people it's not like she's Teresa well you know it's not like she's these other people who are always fighting people or like acting violent or destroying property or any of that you know, like Monique is you know some mm-hmm. people don't like her personality some people love her personality but at the end of the day it all boils down to past actions and she has never done anything in this capacity before
0: Yeah, and I think the fact that she was identifying at the end, even as Giselle was leaving, she says again, there's no justification for what I did. To me, even if she didn't have as much remorse as what Wendy was looking Mm -hmm. for, I think she was at least accepting that she she wasn't accepting full responsibility, but she was accepting some responsibility, whereas Mm -hmm. Candace said she was accepting no responsibility at all for anything.
1: Yeah. And then I think that like um, people want Monique. Monique is someone who's very real. Like if she don't Mm -hmm. like you, you're going to be able to pick that vibe up. People wanted her to be like Ramona. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. doesn't mean anything to Ramona or it doesn't mean anything for people who are repeat offenders who like do things to offend people all the time, even if it's not fighting. It's like there's no point in giving out empty apologies if you aren't sorry. So
0: yes, that's true. Like, it, and and of course they wanted to squash it immediately. They probably met a few days or a week after the fight. And at, by that point, she might not even know how she feels yet. And she even said that. And she said mm-hmm. like, I need time to let the pride go to the side, let my ego aside and figure my shit out. And it's like, they didn't give her a chance. Her at tweet, all. her tweet saying, you know, asking what shall to- receive. That was definitely shady, but it was like, wasn't that the day of the fight? Like she's yeah. still on one. Yeah. Even if it was they didn't after understand it. that. Literally. They're
2: like, Oh, you should have been you should have been in the house on your knees, apologizing <laughs> with Candace on FaceTime. Yeah, and funny. you would have like enough. You know, she did not feel bad about it. She did not feel bad. And and she was very honest about it. She was honest about her still feeling away and her not being like over it. On top of that, she has other responsibilities to take care of. She's a mom. She's a wife. She doesn't have time to sit on her sofa and think about Candace <laughs> and the Not whole. Her sofa. Yeah, and dragging her <laughs> across the the table. She has a whole podcast to run.
1: Yeah, two hundred thousand dollar <laughs> podcast. Yeah, Whereas yeah, three dollar podcast. You know, we put a lot of thought into it. What so I can't time
2: imagine. does Monique have?
1: none I wouldn't even apologize if I was Monique it's like yo I didn't mean to do it but you pissed me off
0: and that's the thing is that I think we can trust what she is is saying Mm -hmm. sorry for and what she is taking responsibility for because she's not willing to fake it and she's not willing to say oh I feel horrible for what I put Candace through if she doesn't mean it so when she is apologizing to them I'm sorry that I put you in this position like they should take that apology seriously because she Mm -hmm. actually means it she's not Mm -hmm. fake she's not fake yeah but also to
1: have like a town hall like Monique just has more like I guess she's more humble than me because I'm not gonna go in front of a bunch of women and apologize for beating someone else's ass like I
2: touch <laughs> you in a group chat and be like, be like oh my bad guys
1: I was tripping like lol but you're not gonna have a whole episode
2: around me send a nene meme and log off
0: I thought she should have met with people one-on-one because honestly, like, I just feel like you soften a lot more when you're one-on-one, but with everyone sitting around looking at her, it's like, they're all like, "Mm," like, no, you're Mm -hmm. not, you're not going to get away with this. And it's like, if she had sat down with Robin one-on-one, I feel like Robin would have been like, we're okay. Just make things right with Candace. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know it, that that bothered me
2: and that's a difference between holding somebody accountable and then just like pounding on them pounding on worse. them and just like trying to do everything you can to make their, their character look like horrible especially with like bringing her parenting skills up what does it have to do writing like notes with and like anything all this it's like shit. all this passive aggressive shit Giselle's like Oh, I'm gonna pull out my phone and write a note. And then when they question that uh, uh her on it on the show, she's like, Oh, I deleted the note because, yeah, because I no longer Yeah, because you had it. no note.
0: Yeah. No, she was just trying to be funny. And like, yeah. I do think there's it would be one thing for Giselle to say, I don't wanna be a bad role model for my kids so I don't want to get into a fight and that's still kind of a little bit of shade but for them to specifically say Monique is being a bad role model for her kids that is like I would start fighting again and this time
1: I definitely wouldn't be sorry (laughs) this time it's like all right well then get me off the show because it's (laughs) like don't talk about my fucking kids and then also like don't like I just love like okay yes things are looking bad for Monique She should have never put her hands on Candace. Monique is wrong. And if she has to sit some things out to reflect, I get that. But I just love that what Giselle said about her and Jamal. (laughs) Now that's coming to light. That's bringing some things to light. And she should have never said it because you played yourself trying to play Monique. You should have just said, you know what? I don't want to be around you or my reputation, but don't bring Jamal in it, especially when you know who Jamal is and what Jamal's done. That's all I'll say about that.
0: I mean, I could not, I could not believe she said that her and Jamal have an image to protect. I was like, are you kidding me? Jamal. <laughs> he's She's like the, badass. he's the, I know she really did. She was, she was totally serious. He's like, like he's, a, the
2: he's yeah. a
0: respected pastor. And it's like, now I'm hearing allegedly he like fathered a child with a 17 year old member of the church. I mean, I don't know if that's true. Don't sue me, but. Ooh. i don't know about all of that
1: but i just know google it and you know what better than googling it let's ask giselle's dad yeah, exactly giselle's dad would like to come to the clear table talk <laughs> oh
0: my gosh okay so let's move on from potomac and then i want to play some would you rather
1: yes absolutely so excited. we're excited
0: okay so you can blame my followers for these um okay <laughs> I love your followers tell them to also follow us like yeah, I know. I, I know. Seriously. Um, <laughs> they probably already do, because, like, you're the reason why I got to 1,000 followers. <laughs> you know, like, I just
1: wanted you to get there so bad, and now you're at 1,500, and it's, like, I'm just so glad that, like, mm-hmm. all my friends are, like, blowing up with me. So it's, like, when we all, like, we maybe we can just get on one show like the the memers of of the gram or the memers of bravo like it'll be like the people's couch or something not yes. like a serious show but oh if you want God. a serious show we can also make a serious show just tell me what you want because we're thirsty and we
0: want to be on tv <laughs> i am like all about i mean I'm, I'm feeling like this is my audition for real housewives of baltimore like i'm <laughs> <Yes>. just like <laughs> putting it out there in the universe and like if Robin wants to move over because she's definitely closer yeah. to me than she is. Imagine to
2: Amanda on Potomac. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that.
0: I don't know if I can do the commute, but I can like carpool with Robin and we will just be far like is it? Potomac is kind of far from me. Honestly, it would be like over an hour. Cause I, I'm I'm like north of Baltimore now. So I would have to drive like all the way down but I'm not too far. I think I'm probably like 20 minutes from Wendy, and then oh my like, god, that's so cool. And I'm like, I'm not that far from Robin, but I'm far farther from the rest of them. But yeah, no, I'll I'll totally go on Potomac if Bravo's listening. Just like sign me up. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> we'll shoot it for you. <laughs> okay, which city would you go on? I would go with Garcelle and Beverly Hills
1: because those bitches like to shop, and I like to shop. And Garcelle, like, she raised me, like, on the Jamie Foxx show. So I would love to, like, <laughs> hang out with her. So I would definitely want to be on Beverly Hills. But realistically, I would fit in more on Atlanta.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> would I was you... just about
2: to say Atlanta.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, would you be, like, the first house husband? Like, would you do that?
2: Oh, of course. Absolutely.
0: Oh, my God. I can't wait to be a first. Absolutely, I friend. would
2: love to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, you'll come it on as a I think
2: that's, that's such a cool opportunity, especially because it's different. It mm-hmm. hasn't been done before. Um, but the spotlight is on you, so I don't know, I, I like I'd have to have a really interesting storyline before I get on because I can't look half ass. <laughs> I can't no.
0: I don't think Bravo wants to watch me sitting on my couch watching right. Bravo. <laughs> like, that's <like, laughs> that's well. Like, it's let's not gonna wait. work. The people's couch back <laughs> right, but that I is mean. the people's couch. Okay, so would you rather have Giselle as a stylist? Or Jax as a therapist.
2: Oh, uh, shitty! I'm gonna take Giselle amazing. as a stylist.
1: What an amazing shitty question! <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Giselle's style. I would absolutely
1: take Giselle as a stylist and like change in the car. Yeah,
2: because you could fit it yeah, up. Yeah, or like put something over it. Every now and then, Giselle has some. Something you know, every now and then,
0: I'm always looking for her to have something on that I can be <laughs> no, like, I'm that looks looking. good, but then, like, la- uh, last night or whatever, Sunday night, her shirt was fine, and then the pants, I was like, wait, but that doesn't,
2: <laughs> you know, what I think people forget. She had that one reunion look, like with the white,
0: yeah, the white, mm.
2: very, very nice. I love that look, that was one of my favorites.
0: I'm gonna have to look it up. I'm gonna have
2: yeah. to look it up. Her reunion looks are way better. I say reunion and confessional looks are better than.
0: She's probably styled. She probably didn't style herself.
2: That's that might be true, but I'm. I think we're just giving her the benefit of the doubt.
0: Yeah. Oh, do you see? My, do you see my dog's tail? Sorry. <laughs> dogs? I love I it. I would like to talk about it. Here, wait. You can see. <laughs> say yes. What do you think? Whose team are you on? She's so funny. Um okay, she wants to be involved. I'm sorry. Okay, would but you Team Monique? Would yeah, she's she's definitely Team Monique. I I can tell. That. Would you rather drink with Summerhouse or with Roni?
2: Roni. For uh, me, I'd say Roni because I want to get like Yeah. They get a little bit too lit.
1: Yeah, and I would like to be in the midst of it. Like, at 26, I cannot handle my liquor and, like, wake up in the morning the way that they do. I would need a full two days to recover, but I would like to drink with Roni, especially with Sonia Morgan. And I want her to be on the water pills. <laughs> yes,
0: the Coca-Cola <laughs> and Rosé. Rose. <laughs> Coca-Cola and Rosé,
1: absolutely.
0: Oh yeah, but God. I'd
2: stay far away from them. <laughs> I just want to see the drama unfold and sit back and sip my drink.
0: I would do, I would do it if we were in the Berkshires. Like, that would be, like, a safe place to get, yeah, to get wasted. Um, Okay. Would you rather have dinner at, um, Sir or the Brownstone?
1: Sir. Absolutely, Sir. Because I want, oh, redacted (laughs) makes me want the goat cheese balls. And I want to, like, just see everything unfold. Like, I don't care if no one's there. Like, I want to sit... At the bar and get a drink. I want to sit at the table. I want to see Lisa and Ken. I want you know Ken to be like goodbye Kyle for no reason. Like (laughs) I would like to have the full Vanderpump Rules experience, but OG Vanderpump
0: Rules. I like
2: to also sing the theme song when I pull up in the parking (laughs)
0: lot. Do you know the words? Because I can. I don't know them, but I refuse to look them up. Like I just make the sounds. I just like know the words, honey. We've
2: been singing this our whole life. Can you?
0: (laughs) Can you sing it for me? Because I literally just make sounds. summertime time. These are the best days of our lives. Just
1: raise your glasses high. This one's for
2: you tonight.
1: Thank wow. one was... would like to hire
2: us or sign us with free? <laughs> we can make some mixtapes, tapes, guys.
0: Guys, yeah, let's drop some beats. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> I have to, I have to like, cheers to that one. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Okay, would you rather hook up with Brandy Glanville or a stripper at Cynthia's Bachelorette? Wait, (laughs) what?
1: (laughs) Brandy's gonna tell my business. Brandy's gonna tell everyone she licked my clit in the middle of Luca de Beppo. So (laughs) I would definitely rather hook up with a freaking stripper at, uh, yes, the stripper. Oh, What a great, amazing question.
2: I'm I'm gonna say brandy.
0: Really, what? brandy. I'm gonna be the
2: wild card, and I'm gonna say brandy.
0: Oh my gosh! I just, I'm just
2: gonna go for it. <laughs>
0: She's too much for because, me. I
2: mean, like the fact that they keep avoiding this—that must have been a good ass time. Like the fact <laughs> that she felt the need the need to scream out loud in a restaurant <laughs> in front of everybody <laughs> while they're eating, while they're <laughs> sipping on their champagne or the a baby shower. Have,
0: like, come I'm on,
2: amazing,
0: Jesus Christ. I'm going with Brandy. Oh my god, I can't wait! Oh I my god, so. just thinking about it, did I, I actually feel like in this moment right now, maybe Beverly Hills does need Brandy back? I literally didn't think that till this moment. I'm like, <laughs> well, maybe if they you want do.
1: Someone shameless, like, she's available, honey. Like, I mean, she depends is on what you want.
0: Okay, would you rather have a baby with Jax, Taylor? Oh my God. Or have a baby with David Foster?
1: David Foster, because at least, you know, Catherine McPhee, like that's the one married to Catherine, like they're having a baby right now. Yeah. And At least like my, I'm going to be paid and laid in the shade. Whereas <laughs> with Jax, that Bravo money ain't as long as David Foster.
0: That's true.
2: Yeah, I, I'm just going to give, I'm going to stay safe here and go with that
0: <laughs> okay now here's another jack's question would you rather marry Jax or oh have his God. illegitimate child marry him really i would,
1: I would rather marry him than to have
0: like his
1: evil spawn <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not even just that it's like i'm gonna have to like co-parent over another person with him true like I, like everything I'd rather marry him because you know, even if I can't divorce him, he's gonna cheat on me without a doubt, and I'm gonna cheat on him without a doubt. So we already know what it is.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, i thinking about it,
1: <laughs> like,
0: I think he
2: was gonna choose the baby first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, eh, that sounds like I don't wanna do I don't wanna do that. <laughs> yes. So I, I just go with the marriage. Yes.
0: You know? Okay. Would you rather kiss Harry Dubin or kiss Ramona? <laughs> Harry Dubin without a doubt (laughs) I kind of think Harry Dubin He's not He's gross (laughs) but he's not like horrible (laughs) Undoable. Like just get drunk and that's it
2: Yeah Ramona is just like Next question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Would you rather bartend with Sandoval and do everything he says or sketch comedy with Ariana? Sketch
1: comedy with Ariana without a doubt because Sandoval, sorry.
2: That's too much. No,
1: I can't. I would curse his ass out.
2: I would go to Lisa for literally everything.
1: (laughs) He's so bossy.
2: I would be like, Lisa, immediately. (laughs) Cut the cameras.
0: I did buy their cocktail book, but I haven't made anything yet. I just don't have all the There's ingredients. So many,
1: especially like unique ingredients too. Like the blood of a thousand like children. Like, I don't know, like,
0: what are you, what are we, I
1: want a I vodka soda.
0: Okay. Would you rather be a backup dancer for Sheena performing good as gold or, Absolutely. or um, Viva La Diva with Luann?
2: Viva La Diva. I'm going to go with Viva La Diva. I don't know what you're gonna go with. It's a shame you went with Shayna, so it's too late. You <laughs> Can't change it. <laughs> I'm gonna go 40? with Diva la Diva, yeah. and she's gonna was, go with Shayna. Yeah, whatever.
0: Diva, whatever la Diva. Did you see that she's like up for Grammys? What you It's deserving. Okay, what? she. Okay, I need to. I need to do my research, but Lu, Lu- Luann posted something about the grammys like how she's up for grammys she
2: went on a whole tour i would love to see it like her did Viva you see La her? the last episode like didn't she perform like at least
1: <laughs> she performed four... at one party and went on a tour to you <laughs> that's a world tour to you see <laughs> she... we were just on a tour then
2: everybody knew it <laughs> everybody knew it and everybody oh my God. respected
1: everyone it. here knows <laughs>
2: They know the words, and it's so funny. As many people are, many people are like, "Oh, I don't like it." Or it's okay. It's kind of, but they sing along. You know that shit's catchy. You know you guys like that.
0: I know. I love Viva La Diva. And like Ono Bravo keeps posting it. Like she posted another one today. And I'm like, I can't get it (laughs) out of my my head.
1: like
0: it. It's It's so good.
1: Can we talk about
2: Luann's video quality too? Oh my
1: God. Yeah. Her video quality is literally top (laughs) notch. She deserves it. And she has like all these this this producer that what had like four number ones or
0: crap crap like that i like,
2: think she needs a lady a remix for yeah Re-Val-A-D-Val or something
0: you know what's funny too is i during my rewatch i talk about this in every podcast i'm rewatching roni but she had did a video in like season four or something and none of the women wanted to be in it because they were like oh it's too scandalous and like and it's just so funny how like <laughs> <laughs> they were so uptight and like Ramona and, and Sonia know, were so uptight. Exactly. I'm like, dude, you're I'd like shitting to know on the what floor.
2: Video. Is it Say La
0: Vie? It I has think, to be. Yeah, or... it was Chic Say La Vie because they were like, oh, it's gonna be too risque. And she's like, how is this like risque? Ramona they were... <laughs> in the
2: back of an Uber Lutz is risque.
0: <laughs> and Sonia. Sonia was like, I. Sony's like, I talked to my daughter and I just don't think it's the right move for us. And it's like, what? Because you're going to be in a casino. Like that makes no sense it's insane that
2: video was not anything (laughs) everything that Luann
0: puts out whether you agree that she can
1: sing or not is top quality top notch wish I could do it would love to be a part of it would be in any video love the video from last year the the Giovanni video those two years ago and she had Cynthia Bailey in it honey you got a supermodel in your video like I'm sorry she did the damn thing
0: what is your favorite, so what's your favorite Luann song then? What's like the best?
1: Giovanni for me. Giovanni. I say Viva
2: La Diva.
0: Really? really?
1: The new one is your favorite? Because you're very much a freaking.
2: That's before I found Viva La Diva. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I
0: Fair think Viva, Viva La Diva is like my current fave just because I can't get it out of my head.
2: When she says the shut up that's my favorite part. The, honestly, that's that's what made it. I love favorite.
1: when she talks. Yeah. Shut up.
2: Like, it's the best. It's the best. Oh my god.
0: She was talking
2: about the other ladies.
0: <laughs> I know that's right. She's so funny. And I feel like I okay, I said earlier in the season that I hope she doesn't come back just because I don't really see what her point what? is. Oh, okay, I'm not Louise. I don't know. To me? I just felt like, what do we have to see more of from her? But now, Aviva I'm like, more hits or right.
2: a Viva La Diva reprise. I think what you need is a Viva La Diva tour.
0: Right. I think that I do need to go see her perform her cabaret. Like, that would make things right with me. If I could just see her cabaret and then... But I just felt like none of the women had much going on this season. So it was just like, I'm just excited for fresh faces. Like, I'm just... I'm so excited. And I feel like Luann she seems to be like, she seems to be really interested in like, I don't know, doing more with herself. Like with the, she was posting about like rock the vote. She like did some collaboration with them and I'm like, okay, she seems to be using her platform to like do some good. She's not perfect, but I think she's trying.
1: Yeah. Even though it was very like kind of tone, well no very tone deaf of her to continue to talk about how like she did a hard time mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah a hard like and then talk about punching the cop <laughs> it's just like okay but you know what she did it was out of the goodness of her heart that she's trying to understand that there are so many wrongfully convicted people you know there's so many people who want to do more with their life who want to do right who's Made a mistake or two, and to even like go to the history of like you know her dad struggling with alcoholism and how she's struggling with alcoholism. It's it's good to see her like reflecting and doing more, you know.
0: Yeah, I don't think that she as is as like oblivious as Ramona. Like she's definitely oblivious, yeah, but she's not. But not as bad as oblivious. Whereas like, Sonia is like the opposite. Sonia like doesn't <laughs> realize how broke she is. Like she has no idea. <laughs>
1: She's like, and she's gonna keep going. She's gonna (laughs) keep going. And it's like, she had her line, the Sonya by Sonya Morgan, and then it went into stores. And then unfortunately, the store is bankrupt again. So she has to sell
0: online. But at the end of the day, she's gonna be okay because she's Sonya Morgan. It's gonna work out. She's gonna sell that sweatsuit that she made Leah, or she tried to make Leah wear because now nobody leaves the house. It's like the perfect quarantine outfit. Yeah, like I need it. Um, Okay, before we go, speaking of sweatsuits, tell everybody about your merch that's coming out.
1: Oh my God, yes. We are literally working on it. It's going to be our logo, but along with some, other fun things we're gonna have t-shirts obviously but you know we really want it to listen to our followers and what they it to buy some people wanted something as simple as a sticker which we will provide mm-hmm. um some people wanted a mask because you know you can't go anywhere without one and even if you could you should not so definitely <laughs> <laughs> want to give out those masks and uh you know what do we want to add here
2: Um, We have some cool shirts as well for, um, and unisets too. So we're catering to the ladies and men, you know. Um,
0: Yes, 7% of my followers are male. So
2: (laughs) so all 7%, okay, shot with Bravo Wild Black. Um, And, you know, we have a few hats too, but, you know, I don't want to say too much, but we have a, a lot.
0: The point is it's coming, and that's very exciting. So tell everyone where they can find your podcast and where they can find you on Instagram.
1: At Bravo Wild Black, That is our Instagram. If you go on our bio, the link in bio will take you to our uh, landing page where you can listen to our podcast on, you know, everywhere. <laughs> like yeah. iTunes, Spotify. You can listen to it for free. Like, I don't know why, but we also up- upload our podcast to YouTube. So it's like, we want to make it accessible to literally everyone. And thank you guys so much for like following us and supporting us. But thank you for having us on your podcast and for taking the time out of your day to talk to us. And especially like with the questions, I love the, would you rather, that was like really fun to play, even though I had to like dodge Jacks a few times (laughs) and I couldn't dodge him.
0: For sure well thank you guys for coming on this was so much thank fun we have to so do much. it again because yeah, i want to course. talk about southern charm new orleans which Aaron, you should watch because i'm watching it now yes so I, be. I will
2: southern be i will be
0: so and, you guys- <laughs> and we can talk <laughs> we emily talk. in paris when i'm done yes
1: can we please because i'm going to message you about it like when we get <laughs> off here
0: <so. laughs> i watched one episode earlier so i think i'm on 10
1: you're literally year. almost done and i'm making my freaking watch. Watch it right now and i'm like everyone watch emily in paris after listening to bravo all black and it's all happening yes
0: please please oh and um you're on twitter right you're my only twitter yes. follower
1: <laughs> <laughs> not your only you got yes. the support listen we don't even have that many twitter it, followers don't. either. we only have 300 and that's like and new. it's crazy
2: because we're live tweeting all the damn time <laughs>
1: oh wait Aaron I, live tweets
2: everyone, especially I,
0: Aaron, all the time. So please find yes. us on Twitter at Bravo. So Love you know also. what?
2: Once I'm live tweeting again, we can we can kind of <laughs> do a thing.
0: Yes, um, I just remembered that I have two Twitter followers because Ryan Bailey followed me last. That's night.
1: a well. You have Ryan Bailey, Kardashian, Jenner, Foster. Hadid,
2: <laughs> follow
1: <Yeah>. you. <laughs> like
0: all yes. these names. Yes. Brian is a big deal. So yeah, I'll um when I do my like solo little recording thing, I'll make sure I talk about my Twitter too because I just made it. I mean that's why I have two followers. But I'll, we should yeah we should definitely like live tweet together. That would be fun yeah, for sure. And I have to have you guys come back on when Salt Lake City is on so we can talk about that. Hell yeah. We're City, honey. Yes, Shawlake City. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much. This is so much fun, and I'm so right? happy to have, like, met you officially over Right? Zoom. It's so good I to know. see your freaking face, dude.
1: Like, we've been messaging for months, okay? You're not my pin pal anymore. <laughs> I know. I'm
0: sorry, Aaron. when you log in, if you see, like, 25 voice notes Listen, in the morning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just brought that up to her. I'm like, you guys have been writing chapter books. <laughs> like, I
0: love it. It's too much. It's like too much. I'll like wake up and I'm like, oh, I have 55 notifications. Oh, it's all Kaya. Okay, <laughs> well,
1: it is what it is, baby. That's right. Christmas, baby.
0: You guys are the you guys are the best. You guys are the best. All right. Well, I love you guys, and I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye. All right.
2: Thank, love you. You. bye. Thank you.
0: Bye. So bye. Thanks for listening to It's All Happening with Amanda. If you liked what you heard today, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and recommend to a friend. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at it's all happening x. And remember, if you don't have anything nice to say, just DM me. If you'd like to work together in the future, please reach out. I love meeting other Bravo lovers like myself. Until next time.